Good afternoon and welcome to the Jim Leach Show. I, I wasn't going to do anything with the whole numerology 2-22-22, th- but I-, I really have no choice. It is, in fact, a 2-2 Tuesday, and there it couldn't be a more perfect date to announce a very big development in the local arts community, particularly in the arena of dance arts. Julie Ratz is here with us. You might remember her name. Uh, She became a topic of discussion a few months back uh, with her departure after many, many years from the Springfield Ballet Company. Uh, But she's here today as part of uh, really an elite group uh, of the Springfield dance community here with a major announcement uh, today. And so, Julie, welcome, first of all. Great to see you. Thank you for having me. Well, let's just go ahead and, and have you share your news. Yeah, well, we launched Copper Coin Ballet Company. And uh, we're really excited to bring something brand new and different to the arts community in Springfield. You know, I left, uh, I resigned from Springfield Ballet Company in November, and uh, it really gave me an opportunity to reflect on what I wanted to do with my life and and what I thought the community needed in the form of dancing and arts. And uh, so I picked the brains of my, you know, most respected people in the community and, um, you know, my teachers and and uh, we came up with what we want to do. And uh, as I mentioned, and we'll go into this a little bit more, but uh, the, the founding members of this new organization really represent uh, the, the elite uh, of the local dance community over a period of decades. Uh, and, and you brought them all together here for this new company. Now, before we delve more into the details of Copper Coin Ballet, I've got to ask about the name. What, what does the name signify? Well, the Copper Coin Ballet Company was the name of the original ballet company in Springfield in 1959, founded by Mildred Kasky. Now, prior to Grace Nanavati, Mildred Kasky was the ballet teacher in Springfield. So she was Grace's teacher. And there was a big movement in the late 50s, early 60s about to uh, develop local arts, you know, because you're never going to make professionals unless you have really good quality uh, training in your in your hometown. And so Copper Coin Ballet Company was founded to be a regional, not quite professional, but as professional as possible uh, level organization. And one of their important tenets was that you may not leave the studio where you currently dance. So it was not to take dancers and to try to train them. It was to give the best and the brightest dancers in town an opportunity to perform. Okay. And to continue working with guest artists. What ultimately became of uh, the original Copper Coin Regional Ballet? The original Copper Coin and Ballet Concert Group merged to form the Springfield Ballet Company. Okay. And so that's why we wanted to call it Copper Coin, because we didn't want to lose our connection with the history of dance in Springfield. Um, And we have the same mission. Like, we are trying to continue what we've been taught. I'm trying to to do what, you know, to teach dancers what Grace taught me. Grace was teaching what Mildred taught her. So uh, we're, we're trying to continue teaching what we think is important. Let's now go back a few months uh, when you left Springfield Ballet Company. And this was a real shock. You had been there for a long, long time as the artistic director. Gina DeCroix Russell is the assistant artistic director. Both of you leaving in about a 24-hour span just as preparations were underway for the Nutcracker, one of the most important shows for that company uh, each year. Uh, and, and at the time, you weren't able to say anything uh, about what happened there, and the ballet company 
wasn't really saying anything. Can you shed any light on on what happened and what led to that parting of the ways? It, it, what had been a, a just a really important relationship in, in the community in terms of the arts here? Uh, yeah. Let me say first that I've spent my lifetime trying to make the Springfield Ballet Company look good. So the very last thing I would ever do is say anything that would make the ballet company look bad. So I have no problems with the Springfield Ballet Company, and I hope that someday this can all be resolved and we can all come back together again. But what happened is the board of directors of the ballet company wanted to take the company in a direction that I didn't want to go. And I didn't want to be associated with a handful of people involved with the organization. And I think that I didn't mean to quit. I mean, it was a really stupid move on my part. I was trying to make a point. Um, The vice president of the ballet company called me to a meeting at his office and told me that I should know my place and that I worked for him. And I got up and said, I'm not going to do this anymore. And I left. Well, I thought people were going to say, no, 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 come back. Let's talk about this. And and nobody would talk to me. And no. they made me clear out my office and leave. So it was a dumb move on my part. I've learned a very important lesson about don't try to make a point with something. You know? But I think that the, the pandemic has made people really realize, what do you want to do with your life? You know, People can decide that my job isn't fulfilling me in the way that I want it to anymore. And I don't want to be associated with with a group of people that are doing something that I don't agree with. When, when you say that and about the direction they wanted to go, can, mm-hmm. can you elaborate? Was it something artistic in the direction of the company, or was it was it other issues? Or it was a dumbing down of the art of ballet, in my opinion. It was a uh, put people on stage in a pretty costume and make everybody happy all the time, and. There's nothing wrong with that, and there's room for that, but that wasn't my purpose, and that wasn't what I was taught. And I think that you learn a lot by failure and by disappointment, and um, I think those are important lessons that, that kids need to learn. I think I have a lot of faith in teenagers. I love teenagers. I've been teaching them for 30 years, and I don't feel like they need to be coddled. I feel like they need to be um, uplifted. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think that they need to be so overprotected. And uh, so there was a very different opinion and what was important. And it's kind of like a divorce. You know, you're like, okay, we fell out of love with each other. You think this is important and I think this is important and we just can't be together anymore. We're talking with Julie Ratz, Copper Coin Ballet Company. And in full disclosure, as you're putting this new organization together, and we mentioned you brought together some some really elite names in the local dance community. Grace Nanavati, uh, who, uh, again, has for years and years and years been one of the premier dance instructors here in our community. Gina DeCroix-Russell joined you after having left the, the ballet company. Then Rhonda Brinkman, who also a tremendous choreographer, worked with her many times over the years, and, and she's just wonderful. And, and you formed the, the nucleus of this. You've also got a board and uh, again in full disclosure I was honored to be asked to participate in that I have a lot of experience in nonprofit boards locally and in the arts community uh, zero experience in ballet but uh, obviously there's more things that the board has to do than than that that's that's your job so uh, so just you know to, to get that out on the table there uh, having said that uh, with this new organization and with you know the uh, the pedigree that it's got is this going to fragment the local dance community you still got the Springfield Ballet 
company. They're still there. They're still you know, putting on shows and things. Right. And now you've got your group, and you've got probably a lot of young dancers who are going to feel a little bit torn. Right. And that's not our intention. And that that was a really important part of of my discussions with with Lee Steiner, with Gus Gordon, with my husband, with with everybody that's involved. It was I am not. There is no way that the Springfield community can support two organizations that are the same in in ballet. It's ridiculous. So what can I do that's different? What can I do to not step on their toes, to let them do what they do best, but to still contribute what I want to do? So what we're going to do is completely different. Everything that the um, Copper Coin Ballet Company does is going to be free for the dancers and most of the time free for the audience. Now, explain that in terms of when you say free free for the, the dancers. That's not how typically these companies work? What, what's the usual arrangement? Well, Springfield Ballet Company was always free for the, the company dancers, but they had a training program where dancers would pay. And um, this organization will never take a dime of money for from the dancers. That's written in our bylaws. And also, we won't uh, ever be allowed to solicit dancers to come to leave their studio where they train. Um, so what we want to do is we will offer all of these opportunities at absolutely no cost to the dancers. The only requirement is that they are of excellent, um, technical ability and right. talent. And, um, and then eventually when, once we can get to a point where we can start fundraising, we will be give scholarships to those talented dancers. So we will pay area dance teachers so that those kids don't have to pay anymore because, that's that's the goal. But if you're not taking money from dancers, and you said that the goal is hopefully to not take money from audiences, right? But you still got rehearsal space, you've got mm-hmm. performance space, you've got costs. So do. how do you cover that? Grants and donations. Okay. Yeah, and you know, foundation grants. And I think that there's a because of our mission of cooperation, and that's the other big part of our mission is that we're never going to do anything by ourselves. We're going to do everything we do in cooperation with other area artists or other area arts organizations. So, for example, the Nutcracker that we're going to do, I'm so excited about. It's going to be at the Abraham Lincoln Presidential Museum. And so we will partner with the Abraham Lincoln Presidential Museum, Downtown Springfield Incorporated, and the Springfield Art Association. So we are going to set our Nutcracker in Lincoln's lifetime. The party scene will be uh, guests, people that lived in Springfield at Lincoln's time. Wow. Right. So the Edwards, you know, maybe maybe Clara is the Edwards daughter and she goes on the journey. And so people will travel from the party scene, which is going to be at the library across the street. And when you come into the atrium of the Lincoln Museum, it'll be the snow scene and it'll be snowing and the lights will be there and the snowflakes will be dancing. And then you'll be ushered into the Union Theater where they show Lincoln's eyes to see the variations from Act Two. And because it's every Wednesday and Saturday from Thanksgiving to Christmas in association with the the downtown Springfield holiday walks, the museum is free. So the Nutcracker is free. Wow. So people can come and it's going to be in 18 minute sections, which they tell me is the sweet spot for entertainment. You know, your your attention span is like 18 minutes. So an 18 minute party scene, an 18 minute battle scene, an 18 minute snow scene. And then you can decide, I don't want to see all that. I just want to see one part. Um, So... It's going to give us an opportunity to have a huge cast and give people lots of performance opportunities. And then people that may not, you know, they may have a little kid that only can 
pay attention for 20 minutes. So Right. Uh, the other big news to come out of this is that rock ballet survives. This mm. is something you pioneered at the Springfield Ballet Company. Yeah. Uh, and there were a lot of concerns when you left about, well, will we ever see rock ballet again? Very popular event every year. But you do plan to, uh, to continue that tradition. Absolutely. Now, I can't tell you where yet because the venue hasn't been finalized, but rock ballet will happen with live music by DK Money, and it's going to be all live music by Queen. Wow. Wow. Okay. And it's going to be in cooperation with other artists in the community. So you won't just see Copper Coin dancers. You'll see some other people in the community performing as well. Um, and do we know yet when that's going to take place, roughly? Roughly uh, third weekend in August. You've got almost everything in place except dancers, but you have yeah. open auditions coming yeah, up. Yeah, April 3rd. Okay, so what what's the process for that? How do people sign up? What do they need to know? Obviously, this isn't for everybody. You're looking for exceptional dancers. Correct. And if you go to coppercoinballet.org and you click on the audition page, it tells you exactly what we're looking for, for company members and for Nutcracker cast members. So you can go there. And then my number is everywhere. You can call me and ask okay. if you have questions. But you, uh, you can sign up in advance. We have a 13 and up because those will be people auditioning for company membership. And then we have an 8 to 13-year-old audition after that for people that just want to be in the Nutcracker. And uh, you mentioned that uh, donations are a big part of the, of the business plan right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you accept donations now? And how do people do that? We are not ready for that yet. Okay. I feel like we need to prove ourselves a little bit first before we ask anybody for money. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but for people to learn more about what you're doing and to, you know, again, just, I, I guess, put a bookmark in that for the future, where do they go? How do they find it all? Coppercoinballet.org. Okay. Also, you've got a Facebook page. We have Facebook and Instagram. All right. So you can go check that all out. Coppercoin Ballet Company. Julie Ratz is the artistic director, and uh, Grace Nanavati is the executive artistic director. And then you have, uh, again, Gina and Rhonda as your assistant artistic directors. Yes. That's, that's, that's a lot of directors there. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's great because we can spread the work out so much. And, and we, you know, we were all grew up together, dancing together. We get along really well. And, uh, and we have this common goal, and we know what we think is important and what we think is important to teach dancers. Julie, uh, again, thank you. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be exciting to watch this all unfold, and uh, best of luck to you with it. Thank Appreciate you. It.